Hey, and welcome to Eliza Starting at 16. I'm Eliza, a 17-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and I'm here to do my best to explain what's going on in the wild world of teenagers these days. So first of all, last week I talked about how it's sometimes really hard to know how to respond to a compliment because the expectation, especially for girls, is that you'll be like, oh, I disagree, I don't look good, I don't look pretty, whatever. But I got an email from a listener asking how do I respond to compliments then in order to avoid having to diss yourself, but also you don't want it to just be awkward and you're like, thank you. So I just compliment them back because if you compliment them back, then they won't really notice that you didn't bash yourself. I mean, it's kind of a huge bummer that you're expected to bash yourself, but that aside, if someone says like, oh, you look so pretty, I'll be like, oh my gosh, you do, (laughs) which sounds so weird when I'm saying it out loud. But I just feel like aside from being like pleasant, it's an easy way to not have to be mean about yourself, even though that's the expectation. And now to answer another question, which is an email I got from someone named Denise, who asked, is being friends with an ex possible? Which is a really funny question to ask me, because (laughs) when I broke up with my ex, Jake, right afterward, I was like, we're best friends. Like, yeah, we're totally best friends. It's great. And all of my friends kept telling me, Eliza, you're not best friends. And it's weird that you're obsessed with being best friends. But I was just kind of in shock because I was like, how can you not be friends with someone right after this? And I was desperately trying to be like, oh, it's all fine. This is so fine. Um, I even, someone listened to a podcast episode of mine from way back when, when I had just broken up with Jake. And apparently I was like, I'm fine. It's fine. I'm fine. And I totally, that was not true. But that's what happens right after a breakup a lot of the time. So um, I would say it's definitely possible don't try to force it right away because I was in the wrong trying to do that. It made things really weird and I was not, not prepared for that at all. So just don't, don't try to force yourself to be best friends with someone right after you break up. And now a pet peeve of mine. As we know, I listen to loads of podcasts and one of the things that bugs me, which I don't, I feel bad because I don't want to like bash podcasts, but I'm not calling anyone out. So I think it's fine is when people will be talking and then there's silence or just music for like what feels like three minutes. I guess it's for drama, but it really frustrates me when I'm trying to listen. I'm like, what is going on? Why is it so quiet? And why am I just listening to weird music for like half an hour? I listen to it to listen to what people have to say. So to me, it feels frustrating when you're just sitting there listening to nothing and you don't know when it's going to start. So you can't skip ahead. But between segments, a lot of the time, people will just take these big dramatic pauses. Am I the only one who gets frustrated by that? I just, I feel very frustrated by that. And another thing currently that I find incredibly frustrating is how much new stuff there is out there on TV. So many new things are coming out on Netflix and HBO and Hulu and and lately I just have a really hard time enjoying anything because I know what what else there is, you know? So if I'm like, oh, I'm just going to watch The Office, a show that I've seen a million, million times. We quote it all the time. I love that show. I kind of can't enjoy it anymore because I feel guilty because I'm like, I know that I would enjoy Stranger Things, that new Netflix show, but I'm watching this instead, and so I I feel bad, and I feel like I'm missing stuff. It's almost like I'm never going to be able to cover it all, no matter how much I want to, no matter how much I sit down and, and do it, and then it means that once I do sit down and finally watch what I've been meaning to watch, it's just unpleasant because it feels like a chore. So with all this stuff coming out constantly, it's really hard to enjoy anything because, at least for me, because I'm like, there's, I, I can't even find the time. It's such a, it's such a lame problem, but I feel like I've heard a lot of people say, like, they're stressed out by how much there is to watch and listen to, which is kind of 
odd when you think about it because isn't the whole point of that TV and everything to like relax and have fun and just chill, watch TV. But I've had a really rough time even getting started on anything, especially when it's a show that's old and you go back to it and you're like, well, now I have nine seasons that I've got to get through because I really love the show, but it just feels like a chore and I'm going to stay up late watching. I know that is the lamest problem, but I feel like it's kind of legitimate these days. Everyone is trying to churn out new content. Snapchat is trying to churn out more magazines to post stories for you to read. Instagram is constantly suggesting more things for you to follow and There are more websites all the time and each website spinning off another website for themselves and you're, and you know, all these YouTubers that I'm constantly finding. It just, it's kind of exhausting. And then on top of that, I'm like, I should be reading. There's so many books coming out that sound good, but if I'm reading, then I'm like, well, I'm not listening to all this stuff and I'm not watching enough TV and people are coming out with new podcasts every day and I don't know. Does anyone else relate to that or I don't know. Let me know if you relate. You can email me at elizastarting at gmail.com. Tell me what you think about this. Are you enjoying how much stuff there is? Does it feel freeing to you or does it feel restrictive to you the way it does to me? So you may or may not know, I hope you know, because I put it in every single one of my episode descriptions lately and I say it a lot, but if you don't know, (laughs) I have an Instagram account for this podcast called Eliza Starting and it's really only, it's the only Instagram account I use besides my Finsta. Um, And if you don't know what a Finsta is, you can hop on back to some of my episodes, probably the first one or two, which I went to lengthy description of what a Finsta is. I've realized that I kind of don't use Instagram the way other people do, even on my like official Eliza Starting Instagram. I don't really obey the rules, so to speak, of only posting one thing a day, maybe once every few days. I don't really post like artistic photos or artistic captions. My captions are like, here's what I think. (laughs) And I don't know. I was wondering, is that weird or is that just normal? Do most people not obey those rules? Or is it just a teenager thing to even have those rules? I don't know. I think it's something where I definitely don't follow the norm. But I think that's just because I'm kind of oblivious to those rules, not having had an Instagram like that. But I'm going to keep disobeying those rules. And now a new little segment, which I give credit to my boyfriend Nick Manriquez for coming up with sort of (laughs) which is Liz's life lessons or Lizzie's life lessons we'll we'll figure it out my friends call me Lizzie actually my grandma calls me Lizzie and then my friend started so now I'm Lizzie Liz whatever you want to call me anyway I just like the alliteration or alliteration oh boy called Liz's life lessons and email me telling me if you like Lizzie's life lessons or Liz's life lessons better. Email me, elizastarting at gmail.com. Just hit me up, tell me which one you prefer, and we will make that the official one, depending on which one gets more votes. Where I share something little that I learned over the week. This one is, don't be on your phone in the subway station while you are walking, because you might almost step in something gross, like vomit, perhaps. That is a lesson I learned. I was playing a game on my phone, 1010, if you're wondering what the game is. It's like a Tetrisy puzzle game. I really love it. And I looked back behind me and I realized I had come just, just, just so close to stepping in a big old puddle of nasty. So that is, that's my lesson. And I think it can be expanded to, you know, probably don't text and walk anyway. <laughs> Maybe watch where you're going. Don't be clumsy. Don't hang out on your phone in the middle of somewhere where grossness could be happening. I feel like that's a solid lesson for anyone, no matter where you live. Just watch out. Don't 
don't be a dweeb like I was. So that is that for this week. If you have any questions for me or for anyone who's a teenager, because I can always ask my friends if I don't know the answer, email me at elizastarting at gmail.com and follow my Instagram, which is elizastarting. <clears throat> Woof! His throat was going all funny there. And come back in a week because who knows what we'll be into by then. Bye! Bye!